When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Not Okay, I Promise, by my favorite band of all time, My Chemical Romance. Oh my god, guys, and when I say I am also not okay right now, I am really not okay right now. I am officially signed, I'm a podcaster, this is crazy, unbelievable. I just played my favorite band of all time before my own show, this is insane. can't even begin to explain right now everything that's happened since I've been here since January, and the journey it's been since I've gotten here the people that I've met, and everything in between, from Chaz Palminteri to Sid Rosenberg from Bernie and Sid, and Tony Orlando, Cousin Brucey, everybody here is so iconic, and now I'm sitting here in my own chair, and I'm like, blown away, including people I've met. I have my very good friend, and my coworker, and also my supervisor, please don't ever yell at me, I love you, uh, Steph. Hi, Gina. So I'm Stephanie. I'm the director of social media here and the media operations manager. And I'm just really excited to be here. You know, Gina, you gave me this platform to be with you as a recurring guest. And I'm just excited. You know, I'm a pop culture guru. I absolutely love this stuff. And, you know, we're very like minded. So this is going to be really excited. Yeah, this is really, really good. I'm so excited to be with you. And I'm so proud of you. All the things that you've been able to accomplish these last few months. (laughs) It's going to be good. And I'm so excited. I know you have a lot of people that you want to talk about. There's so many different things happening in pop culture. Let's get into it. All right. All right. So there's a lot going on in pop culture right now, for starters. A lot of which kind of have to do with people that I would love to also have on the show one day. So let's come back to this for the 100th episode. Hopefully I'll be here that long. I really, really hope so. So I want to go down a list. I'm going to let you go first. of people that you would like to have on the show one day or sit down with or, you know, have a cup of tea with, whatever, you know? someone you'd love to have a conversation when i think about somebody that i want to sit down with that i want to gossip with i automatically think of cindy adams you know (laughs) she's a host she has a show here on wabc every sunday and i just think she's phenomenal she's a gossip guru she's a columnist for the new york post and everything that she talks about is on beat on point she tells it like it is and that's exactly where i hope to be in my career one day just telling it like it is being straightforward and having that gossip flair. So I would definitely want her on my table. She's dope, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. She really is so cool. On the opposite spectrum of that, Sid King Rosenberg. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to have him sit down in here, too. You know, they, I've heard them go back and forth on Bernie and Sid in the morning a couple of times. I would love to have them in here. So that's definitely another one. And then I have, obviously, my other my list of celebrities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you keep going, though, mm-hmm. because... I have a feeling our lists are going to differ because, quite honestly, me and Steph are Carly and Sam from my Carly, <laughs> and I'll give you one guess at which one I am and which one she is. 
<laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll soon find out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They'll figure it out. The dynamic. We're just a duo. Um, I would have to say Kim Kardashian is next up on the list. And I know you, oh, no. you have some thoughts on that, too. <laughs> you might be a little bit too similar to Kim, but... Uh, oh, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely love Kim Kardashian. I think she's phenomenal. I think that her relationship status has nothing to do with who she is as a person. I think that she's a trailblazer. Her and her entire family have just built an absolute empire with each one vying for that billionaire role. You know, you have Kylie who just absolutely trailblazed the entire makeup company. So I think that having Kim on that table, that's exactly where I want to be. Be like, hi. (laughs) Hey. And once again, the differing roles of me and Steph, I would love to have Kanye West or Pete Davidson in here. So, you know, it's quite obvious that me and Kim have a lot in common as well because we both love the same human beings, apparently. But, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, I would say those two definitely think that Kanye West's mind is absolutely insane and the way he thinks is he's absolutely brilliant. And I also think that Pete Davidson is one of the most funny human beings alive, honestly, right now. And me and him have very similar humor where I'll say a really horrible, self-deprecating joke that would probably get me in trouble with HR at an office. <laughs> and he does the same kind of things. So I, me and him, I think would get along very well. And we're both borough kids. He's Staten mm-hmm. Island. I'm Queens. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I hope you hear this. I really hope you hear this. <laughs> oh, my God. He, if you're listening, we're he, here. If you're listening, <laughs> I need you to know that I'm literally four blocks away. But, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. Well, who knows? I, I know Gina has talked a lot about going to 30 Rock, doing a little a little walk around there, seeing who she can meet. Talk a little bit about that. So I would love to see if I can meet literally anyone from the SNL cast. They are literally probably my favorite people, like, ever. Like, since I was a little kid, I've watched SNL. Funny story about that, actually. When I was born, I was born on December 17th, 1997. Yes, I'm a Sagittarius, and yes, I like astrology, so if you don't deal with it, I don't really care. <laughs> But yeah, I was born on that day, and on the same day, Chris Farley actually passed away. It was the same day. My dad told me he was in the hospital with my mom when she had me, and he was watching the news, and Chris Farley was, you know, they made the, the MTV news, and they said, you know, Chris Farley died. And my dad keeps saying over and over again, you're just Chris Farley reincarnated. And God, does that make sense? But he's just reincarnated into an overweight, self-deprecating 24-year-old girl. So Stop it, Gina. It makes so much sense. <laughs> It's hilarious. I mean, it's the greatest compliment ever to me because I idolize that man, you know? So, you know, it's super cool. So we were talking about SNL. You know, I've, I've loved it since I was little. And to have anybody from the cast, from A.D. Bryant, Colin Jost, fucking Tina Fey, any of those people would be insane, you know? Any of the comedians, too. Even the guests, like John Mulaney or Adam Sandler. Forget it. Adam mm-hmm. Sandler got to be one of my favorite people alive, too. So. Well, if there. we do have John Mulaney come on, Olivia Munn, if you're listening, please come as well. There's literally two <laughs> types of people in this world. There's literally two. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, the spectrum is just across the board. It, it really is just across the board. It's, it's hysterical because, me, like I said, me and you, the differs in, in this, literally, I don't even know who Olivia Munn is. <laughs> I mean, if she wants to be on, I'll take it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm trying to. Who else? Let's see. So I have those SNL people, all those, those fun ones. I also say in terms of musicians, Post Malone, I, I love him. I think that he's so cool. I think he's one of the most intricate and versatile artists out right now, and I would love to have him on. 
obviously the song that I played before, uh, I'm Not Okay, I Promise, uh, it's by My Chemical Romance, so any of the band members, but Gerard Way has been a huge influence on who I am creatively, um, so I would love to have him on as well, and Billie Eilish right now, my mm-hmm. girl, love her to death. I agree. I mean, can we just talk about Phineas? Yeah! He is absolutely great. Phineas is an unsung hero in that duo, and he does not get enough credit. And I still think that he deserved his Grammy for Happier Than Ever. Obviously, it's Billy's song, you know, but he deserved that. He deserved that Grammy. A writer, producer. He's just across the board everything. Yeah. And he's helped Billy Eilish in such a great way. And the duo between the two of them has just been phenomenal. You know, I really look up to Phineas and the way that he takes music and just cultivates it into what it is today. So who knows? Maybe Phineas can come on too. Oh, my right? God. Phineas <laughs> and Billy. Mm-hmm. So cool. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. Who else? We have somebody in common that we haven't said yet. I know. I've been, I've been waiting. <laughs> we got to do like a little, like. <laughs> At the same time, we got to say it because we both know. Mm-hmm. Right, one, two, three. Hair. Harry Styles. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Harry Styles has ruined my life since I was 13 years old. And if he was ever, if I had a chance to even speak to him for more than two seconds, I would flip the fuck out. So <laughs> currently waving at Sid Rosenberg from the booth. I said, <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like he's iconic from his freaking X factor to one direction mm-hmm. to the, the Dunkirk movies that came out. And now he's doing the movies with Olivia Wilde that are coming out that like weird horror movie. And right. Oh my God. The kid is great. Never mind. He's just the freaking cutest thing alive. You know? Yes. We have a poster in our office. Too. We do. And I mean, Gina can speak to it because she ordered from Amazon. So she it was she, Etsy. <laughs> okay. It was Etsy. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's adorable. It gives it like that old fashioned sort of vibe. It's it doesn't even look retro. like yeah, it doesn't even look like Harry Styles, but it's so good and you know it's there. We literally just had a conversation yesterday with Greg Kelly <laughs> in our office and he was talking about his recent tweet about Harry Styles and not to get into the political spectrum because this show is not about it's that at not. all. No. We are not a political show. No. no. We're all pop culture entertainment. So if that's what you like, stay tuned because we have a lot more coming on that. Hell yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, we had a conversation with Greg and he is absolutely hysterical. I love oh the guy. God. What a great guy. So funny, so relatable. And he was talking about how our culture has now turned into some sort of fan base for each and every celebrity. And how that fan base is so strong-minded <laughs> about each person. So I was talking to him about this woman who tweeted back to his backlash, right? <laughs> he sent out a tweet about Harry Styles. And it wasn't in good light. It wasn't in good vein. <laughs> and one of his top fan, one of Harry Styles' top fans just came back and said, Keep my king out of your mouth. <laughs> Keep my king's name out of your mouth. Oh, my God. I said it was like it was my, it was my burner account. <laughs> I love that man so much. But yeah, oh my God, it's hysterical. The amount of laughs you get out of him, it, it, you can't even begin to explain. That's somebody I would love to see on. Yes. Oh my God. Get him and Rosanna, get Mike Woods to pull in. Oh Fox my Five God. <laughs> Woo! I suddenly am 10 years old pretending that I'm sick before mm-hmm. I have to go to school so I don't have to get dressed. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I mean, our lists are, are, are pretty different. You know, I, I can't say they're not, but I, I'm glad that you didn't say Jared Leto because I would have gotten up and left. <laughs> I mean, you have a lot of opinions on Morbius. That's the oh name of the movie, my right? God. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I've seen the backlash. I've seen all the controversy behind it that it's, you know, not not his finest work. 
talk a little bit. Talk a little work? bit about that. Well, what was his finest work in the last five years? Because I'm having a little little trouble finding the house of Gucci. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah, so I mean, Morbius was god awful, for being completely honest. I was sitting there and I was so excited for it because I love Morbius. I love the comics. Yes, I am a comic book nerd. So you will get bits and pieces of, <laughs> you will get bits and pieces of Marvel and DC and talk, comic book talk and movie talk and Marvel TV shows, which we'll, we'll hit we'll hit on a little bit later, I think. So I was excited for Morbius because we're hitting a new phase in the MCU. Well, not even the MCU, but in the Marvel Universe. And I was so excited because we had Venom, which was pretty good. And I liked it. And that touched a little bit on horror and sci-fi. This is a vampire movie. I'm so excited. It's a good setup. We just had the multiverse and Doctor Strange is coming out. Why was it so bad? It was like awful. I felt like I was literally watching Jared Leto pretend to be a vampire. That's literally what it felt like the entire time. Was he a bat, like a human bat? And then, he, like, what was the backstory behind it? It was so stupid. So it should have been good because basically he's like a doctor or a scientist. And, you know, he's like trying to find this cure and all this stuff. But, like, he ends up being a, a vampire and he's like kind of bad or whatever. I'm looking at Mike Garcia, our producer right now, and I know that he's going to start cracking up because he knows how much I hated this movie. I literally think I hated it more than Ben Affleck's Batman, which is something that... <laughs> I literally could talk about that for an entire episode. <laughs> so bad. So annoying. So full of himself. I can't stand it. But it just, I can't. It was so bad. It's like the premise of it was so dumb. I can't even explain it because the comic book I could explain, but I can't explain the movie because there were so many plot holes. It just didn't make any sense. See, I'm one of those people. I used to go to the movie theaters once a week with my mom, see what oh. was happening in the latest movie trend, right? right? Now I'm waiting for everything to come out on the streaming platforms. So I'm, I'm waiting a year until Spider-Man, right, comes what? out. The, All the right, new you Spider-Man gotta make movie. an exception <laughs> once in a while, Steph. Are you kidding me? I've, oh, man. I've been on Wikipedia, I've read everything, so I know it's going to happen. What? But I'm one of those people, too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm a human walking spoiler. <laughs> but I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for it to come. I'm, really, I'm sorry. We're in studio, and we're just watching Frank Diaz from the news department jumping by and fucking hilarious but anyway continue <laughs> i'm just waiting for all these content to just come out on, on the streaming platforms and i heard the controversy with netflix yeah but yeah i have hulu i have amazon i have disney plus i have all these platforms when you're ready disney when you're ready marvel <laughs> please unlock spider-man unlock it's been a year <laughs> unlock it right now i'm not paying 20 dollars to go i'm sorry oh my god it's part of the package Ship it out when you can. Oh, my God. You I'll really be gotta here. Get, you got to get on that. I do. I, I can't believe you haven't seen that No. Yet. I literally left I, I left the theater and just laid in my bed flat on my face <laughs> for, like, two hours after, just wondering why the world was so wrong after watching that movie. But I mean that in the best way because mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. But I just meant the, the story was... I know. I can't even tell you. I know. I'm missing out. I'm missing out. You are missing out. And uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya, can we just talk about that for half a second? Oh, Adorable. All right, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Celebrity couples, it's not really usually my thing. I'm not usually obsessive over them or whatever. Couples, mm-hmm. to be very honest, I'm a terrible fangirl. But <laughs> couples, I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. Those two, maybe I do want a boyfriend. Who knows? <laughs> it's inspired Gina. Tom Holland, if you're listening, you just inspired Gina. You just inspired me to love again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Maybe I'm not as cold as I thought I was. And of course it was Zendaya and mm-hmm. Tom Holland that did that for me. Speaking of Zendaya, obviously Spider-Man and everything. 
I, I don't know if you've seen Euphoria. I really, you got to get on that too. I, I'm, I'm one of the the two people who haven't seen it on this earth. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that that show, that show was gonna rack up Emmys, Golden Globes, whatever. It it doesn't matter. It was unbelievable from beginning to end. She was just unreal in it. She has a scene in particular in one of the last episodes. I'm not gonna spoil it for you mm-hmm. or anyone else that hasn't seen it yet. But you sit there and you really think that she's on every drug possible and you really do believe that like she's spiraling out of control it is the craziest acting i've seen in maybe a decade mm-hmm. and this is someone that loves movies watches tv and, you know and i'm sitting here like i mean wow. she could be our next meryl streep i'm starting to think so i think she could Honestly, be she's so so good but the thing is she's so versatile because mm-hmm. she's a singer too right some people are preparing her to like the next generation of Rihanna, but I think that's BS because Rihanna is still everyone's mm-hmm. generation. That woman right. is timeless. Right. So I, I can't say that myself. I believe that, but God, so, so cool. Show is ridiculous. And now Rihanna's having a baby. I'm excited Come for on. it. I'm so excited. I'm it's going to be good it. with ASAP Rocky, as we know. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that comes along. But we know that the little kid is going to dress to the nines. They're going to have their Fenty Beauty. <laughs> She's going to have Savage Baby. <laughs> it's like Savage Baby. There's like baby free makeup that like it's like creamed. It's going to be so good. I'm excited. Oh I'm really excited for her. I am too. And she's out in Barbados too. And, I, you know, she's out there like for the last trimester for the mm-hmm. kid and everything. So I think that's super cool that she went back home and everything. So I don't. I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see it. I'm. I heard about the whole ASAP Rocky thing with him getting arrested mm-hmm. though, and I hope that doesn't like hinder anything because I kind of felt bad. Right. Some, like a bunch of other rumors that like, he cheated on her and all this stuff, and I thought that was a rumor too, mm-hmm. but it's not. So. The cheating rumor? Yeah. I think. No, no, the cheating rumor, not the cheating rumor. The uh, arrested one. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't. I don't really know what's going on there, but I think they figured that out. I know a lot of things are happening, and this is supposed to be her golden moment. I mean, she's glowing with the baby. So this is supposed to be her time of coming back. She hasn't been in the spotlight for a little bit, you know, and yeah. now she's back and we'll see. We'll see how everything pans out. Can you imagine? Can you, I can't even get the words out right now. Can you imagine being a baby and coming out of the womb and you look up and your mother is Rihanna? Oh, my God. You just hit the jackpot right there. Like, you literally look up yeah. and you're like, I don't got to worry about anything ever. <laughs> Like wow! Like I'm, I'm gonna be stunning. Yeah. I'm gonna be smart. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking loaded to the nines already. Right. And and the whole bolo X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would break you. I literally knew that would break you. There's no way. That is uh, too good. <laughs> oh, it's phenomenal. Uh, anyway, yeah, you know, can't even uh, can't imagine that. That'd be insane. Anyway, going back to Marvel and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know there was something that you did actually watch. I Steph, did. I did. Yeah. I can't judge me on that one. Moon Knight. Yes. Finally. Finally. Oh, man. See, I, if it comes out on Disney Plus and I don't have to go to the movie theater, <laughs> I'm on it, Gina. I'm on it. I'm going to start a new segment. What has Steph seen? <laughs> Versus what she's read on Twitter. I mean, Linda, one of our amazing, amazing co-workers, yep. she put me on to all the Marvel movies. So I spent an entire weekend watching from start to finish in chronological order all of the Marvel movies. And I have to say, unbelievable acting, unbelievable editing. That's just incredible. Congratulations, Linda. You ruined Stephanie's life. (laughs) (laughs) It's like putting somebody on drugs. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, I'm a binge watcher, so 
I'll watch the entire thing. Give me one weekend. I'm done. Yeah, I have exactly. it covered. But going back to Moonlight, uh, Moon Knight, yeah. uh, that was pretty stellar stuff right there. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. Going back to what I said about Morbius, when I was waiting for that horror setup for the mm-hmm. MCU and for the Marvel Universe generally, I was waiting for that. And then all of a sudden, Morbius sucked and Moon Knight came out mm-hmm. and it just completely redeemed that entire phase of the horror franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, so, so excited mm-hmm. because it reminds me, have you ever seen the movie Split? With yes. James McAvoy? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that mm-hmm. mixed with, you know, the whole like, Egyptian, the gods and the goddesses, and then you start talking about mythology a little bit and mm-hmm. start playing with all of that. And now we have Thor, Love, and Thunder mm-hmm. coming out too, which is going to kind of tie together multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest show mm-hmm. out, I think. I think this was my favorite Marvel movie, a Marvel movie, Marvel show so mm-hmm. far. No, um, I agree. Yeah. It's a little bit more psychological. Yeah, you know, it's it's it has its comedic flares, but it's not so much into the comedic element. It's yeah. dramatic. Yeah, and you have one of the top actors in there. You have Ethan Hawke, right. so as one of your villains, oh, that's pretty dope. pretty cool right there. Casting Ethan Hawke in a Marvel show that should be geared towards horror was brilliant because I don't know if you've seen um, Sinister. Yes, one and two, one and two. Best, <laughs> one of the best horror movies of mm-hmm. all time. Also, it's the first episode ever. You guys are also going to hear a lot about horror conspiracy mm-hmm. and all that kind of fun stuff. So. Buckle up. Yeah, get ready. <laughs> this show literally can go in literally any direction. It does. It really is a general story. Whatever you yes. whatever you want, we got. Mm-hmm. We got. So. No, it's true. Well, Gina, talk a little bit about the meaning behind the show title. You the know, the, the story? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I've been sitting on this idea for a super, super long time since I was maybe even late high school, beginning of, of, of college. So I was sitting there and I said, what's an idea for a show that can be literally anything and everything? And not have a direction, you know, that you're going in. And I said, you go to a store, you go to a general store, you go to a place like, you know, like you've been to places like Cracker Barrel or or anything like that. And, you know, you go and you, there's anything and everything there. And I said, you have a show called The General Store. You're going to get anything and everything. You don't know. It's literally a Pandora's mm-hmm. box. So that's kind of where I am with the show title. Inspiration would include people like Howard Stern, even mm-hmm. Bernie and Sid, our, our, uh, our good friends in there. So. You know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you expect expect nothing and everything <laughs> at the same time from the show, and you'll have a good time, I promise you. And I think that, you know, not having the niche yeah. is so important, too. Just being diverse, bringing in guests that you wouldn't even think would come on, you know? That's right. the type of stuff that people want to see. Not that, oh, we're just going to be talking about one thing, and then it becomes static. How much can you talk about one topic for so long? It's good that we're general. We're diverse. We have so many different things that we can, you know, feed off of. So I think that's really exciting. Right. And we're never going to go stale. That's for sure. Never. Gonna, <laughs> no, no stale bread at the general store. No. I promise. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm really not okay still. I'm going to go gather my thoughts and we're going to wrap it up. So. All right. This has been the general store with Gina Rina and my reoccurring guest host, Steph. See you guys. Talk to you next time. Later. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences 
in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 